Hello, everybody. It's Dr. Sophie. Welcome back to our weekly podcast. I am very grateful that you keep coming back, listening, sending me voicemails, emails, all the things that you do to stay in communication because it's vitally important. So we move forward learning and growing as a community. Last week, our podcast was on a very interesting topic called procrastination. That's the word of the week last week. Learned a lot about it. Is it something that we choose to do or is it something that we really just can't help and it's learned or it's genetic? Nonetheless, it does seem self-destructive. So we learned ways to look at it, know it, see it when it's happening, differentiate it between laziness, how to cut it out of our lives, how to do it and deal with it with our kids and children because everybody's got a child who procrastinates. So we really took a good look at it. So I really want you to take a listen to that podcast. And as you know, all of my podcasts are on my website at www.drsophie.com or on iTunes. Download them. They are free, as is my phone app. So www.drsophie.com or on iTunes. This week, we are talking about something really very very interesting and very timely and I have a really fun and interesting guest with me today I just don't even know what else to say but I'm hungry and I think it's gonna be good I've been waiting and we'll see what it's gonna be like but today we are going to talk about getting healthy and getting energized because I think it's very difficult for people to understand that concept of how do you eat healthy food if it doesn't taste good or how do you eat healthy if it tastes like you're chewing on a chair or something like that so we are going to hear from a woman who is a holistic nutritionista and it almost sounds like I should order a coffee but I don't know like a tall drip or something but it sounds coffee-ish but she is a holistic nutritionista she's gonna tell us what that is she's gonna tell us about herself what do they do how do we find one and all the stuff that we need to learn about eating healthy and getting energized from our food so Joining me today is Marlen Diaz. She is a nutritionist, but she is the holistic nutritionista. She holds a BS degree in nutrition and food science from Drexel in Philadelphia. Yes. That's where I'm from. I know. Me too. (laughs) And she did a lot of post-grad work. She'll tell us all about. She keeps us up to date with her nutritional information. She attends a ton of conferences a year. She's got a thriving practice in Southern California. She's going to tell us all about it. You're going to see her on the news. You're going to see her all over the place. Welcome, Marlon. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here, Dr. Sophie. Thank you. It's an honor. I'm glad you're here. Thanks. So tell us who you are and what you do. So... I am a holistic nutritionist. I actually practice functional nutrition. That's really about getting to the root of the cause. What does that mean? What does that mean? It's a great question. So functional nutrition is getting to the root, to the root of the cause of what's going on with someone. And holistic is more of approach of the whole person. So we're not just talking about diet, nutrition. We're talking about sleep, as you talk about that a lot, sleep, self-care, lifestyle habits, exercise, really the whole person. And nutritionista was a word that I loved because it brought in the fun to nutrition. And if I could share a a little story, I could illustrate it. A client came to me about a year and a half ago, Marjorie, she's about 51, lives in New York. And she's a great example of someone that was challenged by weight loss and going to a nutritionist, trying to lose weight. And she came and we started working together. And the first thing what we did was we looked at her blood tests. We looked at her foods that she was bringing in. We looked at her lifestyle habits, her sleep, and her routines. 
And that's the holistic part, looking at the whole person. Well, what, how does that differ than the usual way of like, I'm calling the nutritionist to <laughs> learn how to eat better? I find a lot of times when people come to me, we talk, they've been talked to about doing a calorie diet or reducing yeah. their calories. They're bored. Fat-free. They don't want to do it anymore. Cardboard foods. Right. And taking right. out the fat, they're hungry, they're going to the sugar. Right, because we all know if you don't eat well, garbage in, garbage out. People are not functioning well, they don't think well, they don't behave well, whatever. So, But it does get boring to keep hearing the same old thing. So how do you like switch it up? So we bring in the fun. And how do we bring in the fun? We start to eliminate some of the foods that cause inflammation in the body, and we start to bring in fun foods. Now, many of the foods out there today, they're gluten-free or dairy-free, what have you, but they're loaded with chemicals. So one of the things that I like to do and share with my clients is really start to read labels, and we want to make sure that it's whole foods, real foods, delicious foods. So we're eliminating foods, but we're bringing in delicious foods, and we're bringing in the fun. Okay, but tell me, like, what, what kind of foods could cause inflammation? Inflammatory foods are foods like... For many, gluten, dairy, refined sugars, corn for some, soy, eggs for some. And when you say inflammation, you mean what? Like somebody can picture like them blowing up like a balloon or like what? <laughs> well, kind of. Actually, it's bloat. You think about bloat, think about eczema, start thinking about um, having trouble losing weight, sluggishness. So the body is not functioning at its best. So is that like the same feeling like you eat a nice bowl of pasta and you think you're full and that's why you feel like a ton, but that could really be inflammation? Actually, yes. Yes. And, and the reason these are called inflammatory foods is that when we do testing, these are some of the foods that come out rated the highest foods on allergy testing for many. And what are you testing allergy-wise? You know, just what people's responses to these foods are? We're testing blood, yes. So instead of everyone doing a blood test to find out what they're allergic to, right. which is a great way to find out, we start doing an elimination diet. So we start to bring in foods and take out some of the foods that can cause inflammation. That, that you know cause inflammation. And yes. then see if it affects them and their diet. Yes, the foods that have been researched and studied to cause inflammation. So we, we everyone's different. There's something right. called bioindividuality, right. which you're familiar with. So we look at each person in a unique way. So one person might be able to digest dairy just fine, and some other person may not. So you do their labs, or you look at their last physical, and that kind of guides you to where you start eliminating and adding. Yes, and, and I have a structured detox that I, I work with with people, so we start really gentle. We just start to bring out, we start to eliminate a couple of the foods and see how someone responds to that over a couple of weeks, and then usually they feel better. Now give me an example. We'll take out gluten, we'll take out dairy or fine sugars, and we'll bring in alternatives, maybe like, like a rice pasta, like there's great rice pastas, unsweetened Are you sure they don't taste like glue? <laughs> Well, the one thing that I am really good at is going to the markets and Whole Foods and different places and finding the best products that taste great. So I do a lot of beta testing on myself oh, and my family. And Those poor people. <laughs> and I have shopping lists and snack lists, so I share a lot of fun stuff with people. And yeah. And so, like, you know, you take out pasta or whatever, you put in rice pasta, and then you teach them how to make it fun or taste good or whatever. It teach them how to make it fun, teach them how to taste good, and also teach them how to balance their blood sugar. And so what that means is they're not just eating the pasta by itself, but we're going to bring in some delicious tomato sauce and maybe some turkey 
meat sauce or uh, a vegetarian protein or some more veggies into that mix. So you start off with looking at what you're going to eliminate, add something fun, and then you show them how to make it fun. So it's not like they can go out and buy fun off the shelf necessarily, but they can come home and make it just like they would the good pasta that makes them inflame. Exactly. And then you do that for a couple different items in the first few weeks? Usually about 21 days is a good time for the body to release and, and repair and start to heal. And that's your detox? That's the detox. And do you do a certain number of items that for that detox that you switch out? Yes, we have a food list of avoiding, foods to avoid, and foods to bring in. And so then you do it for that time period? We do it for that time and period. And then you see how they are? See how they are. Then? And usually the, the, the feedback is feel much better. I got an email from a client today I'm working with in New York. She's a 53-year-old woman. She just wrote me that she's been doing this for the last week. She feels so much more energy. She's feeling so much better. So the skin usually improves. Sleep gets better. Within and that short amount of time? In three weeks, a That's lot great. can happen. That's and anyone great. can do it. It's really about just starting to take out some of the foods and bringing in some healthy. It's about cleaning it up. It's yeah, about getting yeah, the yeah. chemicals out. Yeah, and I guess people just get scared because they think that that means getting the taste out. Exactly. But it doesn't have to mean the same thing. Nope. It means bringing in deliciousness because what's life without pleasure? It is. That's <laughs> right? right. Exactly. Let's take a, uh, I got an email from Crystal from Los Angeles and she's asking how can I convince my junk food loving boyfriend that he needs to change how he eats well crystal yep well first of all you want to just uh, talk to him with a lot of love and sh share that you really care about his health and his longevity and you want him around for a long time and you want to be together and it's about simple steps it's not about releasing everything all at once about simple steps maybe I use this term called crowding out. So what does that mean? It means bringing in the good stuff and you start to crowd out the bad stuff. And actually at the end of the show today, I'm going to share a great ebook that I created that would be great crystal for you and all the oh, other that's listeners. Nice. Yeah. And, and they can learn how to do this whole thing. They can learn how to do this whole thing and they can download it and there's so many tips in there and it's about, it's about bringing in the good stuff. But how does somebody talk to somebody that really isn't going to give up that junk food and stuff is it should they do it themselves and role model it should they try to join with them i mean what do you do well that's a great you love somebody you don't want to say you know you're fat and you're eating junk exactly i love what you just said about joining in about becoming a partner with your partner so community is great support is great friendship so if you have a partner that you want to see get healthy let's do it together Let's really, let's make some changes and let's start bringing in some superfoods. We'll talk about those in a moment. Let's okay. start bringing in some, some good, healthy, more, more vegetables, more fruits. And let's start eliminating some of the chemicals from our diet. And having a collaborative conversation, making them not feel that there's something wrong with him, maybe Absolutely. doing it herself. All right, let's take a live caller. Jessica, you with us? Hi, yes. Hey, Jessica, you're on with myself and Marlon. Hi, Jessica. Oh, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. So I am about to graduate from college, and I am just a little bit concerned because um, I'm trying to eat healthy, but I've noticed that, um, you know, a lot of the, the healthy foods that I find and the organic foods are a lot more expensive. And so I know I'm going to be on pretty tight budget out of college, and I'm just a little bit concerned. I shop at Whole Foods. I know that's probably not the best place because it is expensive, but when you get some tips and advice on that. That's a great question because I'm sure a lot of people are in that same position. They want to eat healthy, but that stuff is expensive. Yes, definitely. 
That's a great question, Jessica. I get that a lot, too. You know, one of the things, Trader Joe's is great. Um, a lot of the markets are starting to bring in some organic products, and you could look for things on sale, and you could stock okay. up on them, especially with frozen organic fruit. You can stock up on them, or fresh organic fruit. When it's on sale, you can freeze it, so you can use it okay. in your smoothies. And so there are ways to, like, work around it. Absolutely. Yeah, because I noticed, I noticed, like, I love to make juices, but, you know, oftentimes it calls for, like, fresh produce. And that's always not, you know. Can you buy, like, like for Jessica, can she buy this, like, produce, like when blueberries are three or four quarts for a dollar, can she freeze them? Oh, yes. yeah, can I freeze them? Yes, that's a great tip. You can freeze them, you can wash them, put them in a plastic or a container, glass container, and freeze them. Or Ziploc? Ziploc. And I would oh. say shop seasonally, Jessica, shop seasonally. So when things are in season, they're usually going to be less expensive at yeah. farmer's markets. Freeze them, load up with them, and put them in the freezer, and then you really start to save money. You'd be amazed. And then you're also saving money because you're not running the grocery store 50 times. Yeah, definitely. And then you said frozen foods. I've always kind of been like wary of frozen foods because sometimes they aren't the healthiest because of the preservatives. So what frozen foods do you think that I could find at Trader Joe's, for example, that would be on the healthier side? Well, when I was speaking of frozen foods, I was talking about maybe fish, um, okay. frozen vegetables, whole foods, okay. nothing with preservatives, as okay. you were saying. Um, things, okay. but maybe that things that you see on sale. So it's a great time to stock up. Yeah, really, shop on sale. I'm telling <laughs> you, save a ton of money and get one of the cards that they have, like at the grocery stores, and then you can really double up. Yeah, and the other thing, Jessica, I was thinking, if you go to one of these, like a Costco, if they have larger things, you know, maybe you can go in with a couple friends. And okay, buy quantities, and that's another way to save some money. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But freeze. You can freeze this stuff really good. Freeze. Yeah, that's a great tip. I'm definitely going to start freezing my, my uh, fruits for my smoothies. Yeah, that's what I do, too. <laughs> and also, then it adds a little water when you spin them up in the like morning. Like ice. Yes, exactly. A blueberry <laughs> <Perfect>. ice cube. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thanks for calling Thanks, in. Jess. Okay. Take Bye. care. So... Tell me, is that when they go to the, like we all go to the store and you see organic and you put it in a different bag so they know how to charge you? Is it, what does it mean? Like it really means it's organic? Like what does that mean? Well, we hope so. Yeah, right? we hope so. <laughs> we exactly. hope so. There's a lot of labeling laws ah. happening right now and, you know, behind the scenes. So we hope so. We do our best as a consumer, but we don't always have the power behind the scenes. So we want to read up and, talk to nutritionists and doctors and find out what's going on and look for the dirty dozen and people can look that up as the dirtiest vegetables and fruits that are most highly sprayed crops and that's what they mean but i see that a lot dirty dozen mm -hmm. what does that mean 12 of the dirtiest uh, what yeah the dirtiest vegetables fruits that are sprayed full of chemicals things that we don't want in our bodies those are usually the things with the thin skin we're talking apples strawberries they're highly absorbed those chemicals are highly absorbed into it. that product so it's the thin or thickness of the skin of the fruit or vegetable and its ability to absorb all those chemicals exactly the thicker the less harmful right but you still want organic as much as possible as much as possible uh-oh yeah. so i gotta start buying organic <laughs> But like Stuff. you have someone like Jessica Ooh. is on a budget, so you want to look at things that you you know you want to look at those dirty dozens. So maybe yeah. you buy organic apples, and then maybe you buy bananas that aren't or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Based on your budget, exactly. That's a good idea, and I think freezing is great. Great. Okay, so um, how does somebody become a holistic nutritionista? 
Well, that's a great question. Like, do you sign up online for that <laughs> course somewhere? Actually, Holistic Nutritionist is the name of my business. I know. And so thank you. And that is, uh, you know, when I was, I, I, I worked in a lot of doctor's offices. I've been working in mm, the- Sorry to hear that. <laughs> in the health and nutrition and food industry for over 25 years, all aspects of it. I've seen a lot. And so when I started my um, my concierge nutrition practice, I really wanted something that was going to create the fun in nutrition. And that's where Holistic Nutritionista came from. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, we got another email. Sierra from Long Island. She's asking, I am a bridesmaid in my best friend's wedding in a month. You know where this is going. Ooh. I need to get in shape fast. Do juice cleanses work? Are they healthy? Will I be able to keep off the weight? Is there a better option? Help. I hear that a lot. Here's my take on juice cleanses. I think they're good for a little booster shot, but they're not really sustainable long term. And booster means to get your metabolism going? Yeah. Meaning to, to low, lose weight? I use that word booster, but mean in the sense that, yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a great segue maybe into, you know, eating healthier and kind of cleansing, but yet it's not the sustainable type of cleanse. Like when I use a cleanse, really... I bring in protein and lots of good, healthy, real foods. The people I know that do juice cleanses, they might drop a few pounds in a few days, but they always usually gain it back. It's not sustainable, and it's really hard. Have you ever tried not to eat food for three days? It, it's tricky, but for some, it works great. I, you know, I have a client that I work with for the last year and a half, and she just did a juice cleanse for three days because she needed to just get off a few pounds that she gained over spring break. But it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable, but she has all the foundation for really eating and living a clean lifestyle so that was just where I call a little booster shot yeah. and she used that so it could be a great jump start but then again it could also be incorporated where I use juice juices is I incorporated into a healthy lifestyle so you have to have a foundation to fall back on exactly and what we're talking about is how to build that exactly okay let's do a voicemail dr. Sophie every day I come back from lunch and I want to fall and sleep into a sleep coma. I work on Wall Street, and I uh, don't have that luxury on my hands. So usually I pull out a, uh, a coffee from the, uh, the office coffee maker, which is gross, or I, uh, I fire up the good old Diet Coke. So I'm looking for some sort of other alternative, hoping that you can uh, address that on air. And uh, Thank you. Interesting question. I am even myself in that sometimes and it's that slump and is that the inflammation thing that's the inflammation and that's also a blood sugar challenge yeah so that's that's challenging a lot of yeah. people these days especially you can look at the lines at Starbucks or any coffee right. shop at three four o'clock yeah the thing is we want to start to balance that blood sugar and what does that mean so that means bringing in a little more protein throughout the day having your meals and your why, snacks though? why protein Protein helps to balance out your blood sugar. So when you have meals and snacks with that are protein, healthy fat, and complex carbohydrates, you start to balance the blood sugar, which we don't want to be going up and down all day. So you can see after lunch, he's coming down right. from his high. Right. So balancing your blood sugar means you're going to be more balanced. You want that even energy throughout the day to take you into the evening. So that it sustains your blood sugar where you don't feel comatose exactly so many people are starting out with coffee lots of coffee in the morning and high carbs and muffins and donuts and things like that and then they go into lunchtime and they eat a they eat a lunch and then boom they crash well give me some ideas of some good protein snacks great 
So we're talking protein. We're talking lean proteins, turkey, chicken, fish, lean proteins. So eat that at lunch, you're saying? Eat that at lunch. You know, if you're a vegetarian, we can talk about hemp seeds. You can talk about avocados. Vegetables have protein in it. So bringing in the proteins into your day and usually starting your morning off with the protein. And that's where a lot of people are really, you know, really time crushed in the morning they don't have a lot of time to eat so right. so energy boosting superfood smoothies is something that i created for my clients and for your listeners today i'm super excited to share Me this it's, it's an ebook that yeah. i created that's going to give everyone a lot of tips on how to have an energizing superfood smoothie and at any time at of the day any time of the day that's the great thing you can make this in the morning you could drink it on the way to work on the way to school or you could actually make it keep it in a fridge cooler with you, you could have it three, four o'clock. It's a great energizing snack or a dinner if you come home and you don't really feel like having a dinner. It's got everything you need in it. Protein. It's, you can freeze it. You know, you can. You can actually freeze it and make pops out of it. Right. And good for kids too. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you can make pops for the summer. So, so yeah. Going back to that question, balancing the blood sugar is one of the best things we could do for our health. It reduces inflammation. It gets our insulin, that good, that hormone that we want balanced creating more balance so it's it's about balancing our hormones about balancing our blood sugar and so that slump in the afternoon is really just everything hitting with not good blood sugar to maintain and so eating throughout the day is the better thing to do and is breakfast the best place to start eating yeah you know start the day off I know all of that stuff is said but does it really matter it really does and it's like building a house so you wouldn't want to build your house without great floors and a great foundation right so breakfast every day is the foundation of your day I have so many patients whose children don't eat breakfast and I can't imagine I can connect that dot immediately for them that how can he function by the time he gets to school his blood sugar is on the ground absolutely and there we bring back in the smoothie. It's a great place for to start with kids you could bring in a little whey protein yogurt um, you can use the energy boosting superfood smoothies to give to your kids and you can put in if you like peanut butter or almond butter or and start even hiding some greens in there some yeah. spinach can you do that you can absolutely do that in fact today I brought you a smoothie to try uh -oh. and I had some greens in there oh, goody goody <laughs> I can't wait to try that so is it fair to say that you would would you agree that breakfast is the best and most important meal or no I would say it's a great place to start, and yes, it's it's the foundation of your day. And usually, I find when I'm working with clients, those that are not eating a good breakfast are craving sugar in the late afternoon and into the evening, and they're running on adrenaline during the day. Right. And then they come home at four o'clock to nine o'clock, and they're looking for everything in their pantry and their cabinets, and they really can't get enough in. So starting the day off in a good, solid way that gives you enough energy and food that can be fuel for the throughout the day is the best way to do it and your smoothies are going to help us oh uh, yes they are good i can't <laughs> wait so what else do you think we need to know about nutrition in general i mean people feel i think overwhelmed by it half the time because it's like oh it's too much yeah well i we'll also want to go back to balancing your blood sugar and just there's another tip is that eating every three to four hours is really important so so keeping the body fueled because the brain needs fuel and the brain is made up of a lot of fat so you want to bring in some healthy fats even too. if you've had a great breakfast even if you had a great breakfast so once you start getting on that routine of every three to four hours your body will start to crave food and it doesn't have to be a lot so here's here's the next tip right. is we don't need so much food 
we can really decrease the amount of food that we're bringing in and have smaller portions and smaller portions of the stuff we love throughout the day throughout the day instead of these massive meals that then put us into a coma absolutely and another tip with that would be to slow down slow down what slow down your eating I, I like chewing and swallowing exactly really? <laughs> that matters it does I actually uh -huh. was listening to you talk on childhood obesity with your caller at the time and you would mention that too that our kids today are just shoveling the food down and then 10 minutes later they're starving because they really their brains right. never knew they were full right. right right so we as adults don't you feel dr. Sophie that we're running around crazy totally, today? like absolutely. just running around in just I do this panic of got to get here got to get there got to do this look at our blackberries look at our computers and it's about slowing down and how about this maybe what? like sitting at the table and actually chewing our food perhaps lighting a candle once in a while right. that would be, what a concept right? yeah eating with the family right, right. all together and when you say chew you really mean chew I really why mean does that chew. matter it really matters because that's the beginning of digestion digestion begins in the mouth and when you start chewing your food you allow your stomach to take a break from all the work that it's got to do so if you so, don't chew in your mouth your stomach's gonna have to do a lot more work right so that means the bigger the pieces going down the pipe into that stomach the longer they got to sit there till they get mushed up because mm -hmm. there's no teeth down there <laughs> right so really the best thing to do is chew your food you also I would imagine get more taste out of it you get more taste, you get more pleasure. It takes 20 minutes for your brain to know you're full. In fact, I, I have a little challenge for the listeners today. Sit down and eat your dinner tonight as if you normally would. Look at the clock when you start. You can do this too, Dr. Sophie. Okay. <laughs> and see how long does it take you to eat your dinner. And I find most people it's three, five minutes. So no judgments, just, just acknowledge where you're at. And then tomorrow, go for an extra minute or two and work your way up to 20-minute meals. It's a bit tricky. So really sitting there <laughs> and eating the food for 20, not start to finish of getting it ready. It's exactly. sitting down and starting to chew. Yeah. So chewing and eating and, and enjoying it for 20 minutes. Exactly. That's, one of my clients, Greg, who I'm working with, told me that was one of the best tips he's ever gotten. And so that then sends the signal back up to your head that you're full. Yes, and that you actually ate a meal, you looked at it, you chewed it. You smelt it, you tasted sm it. Exactly, and look at the colors, and you want to eat like a wow. rainbow. Use your body and brain for <laughs> what it's made body. for. Yeah. Wow, you can't shove something down in gulps. Right. That's amazing. So that's a great tip. Okay, so um, what would you say then is one of the most important, healthy, rich snacks that somebody could have in their car or something? Nuts. If you're yeah. not allergic, yeah. nuts can be a great Any snack. Any kind of nut? I prefer almonds. Many people like almonds. Walnuts. Walnuts are great brain food. Cashews? Cashews can be good for some, but they're a little bit higher in sugar. So That's for why everybody some likes people, them. Exactly. Right. But they can be great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Pecan seeds are great, too. Pumpkin seeds, they're great. Okay. What else? Um, I actually brought today something called Power Snack, which I really like. Ooh, from a company good. by Novitas, one of my favorite superfood companies. And they are actually made up of some fruit, dates, and some seeds and nuts and superfoods. They're really good. They have chia seeds in them and maca. And these are superfoods, and they give your body a lot of energy. Okay. So they're a good snack. 
They're a really good snack. The, Two or three of those could be really good in the afternoon. To be using in those three to four hour kind of feeding your body. Excellent. So take me through before we end up here, a, a full day of a meal. So wake up, you have your great smoothie. Wake up, you have a great smoothie, or for some, if it's eggs that they like, and you know, or a piece of toast, a gluten-free toast for many with almond butter, that could be a great, something with fat, fiber, and protein. Okay. And there's a lot of tips on my site too, which Good. will go in more detail. So, great breakfast, then maybe a mid-morning snack might be a sliced apple with some almond butter. And about how, a couple a hours ago? A couple hours later? A couple hours later. We're talking two, three, four hours. It depends on how early you're getting up. Maybe. And should you have that if you're not hungry? If you're not hungry and your lunchtime is going to be within that four-hour range, yeah. great. Skip it. Skip it. Okay. If you are a little bit hungry, it's great to have it. Because then it'll cut back on that gorging lunch. Exactly. And then you won't be so tired after lunch because ah. your blood sugar won't crash. Okay. <laughs> and so then you have a lunch and it should be, does it have to be lettuce and salad all the time? No, you can do lean proteins, vegetables, avocado. So many people forget that avocado is something healthy to bring in. No pizza. How about thin crust little <laughs> thingies, no? You know what? If you're fine with digesting wheat and gluten, it's okay. Maybe a thin crust pizza could be fine because you've, you know, cheese is your protein and you've got your tomato sauce and there's a lot I of gluten-free crust now, now too. Okay. Yeah. And then after lunch, you should probably have a snack, even if you're not hungry, you should. About not. three, four o'clock is a great time to have a little snack. The reason being, it's going to help you into the evening too. See, and that's my concern because so many people come home they're doing whatever they gobble up their dinner and then they sit and then they're hungry exactly that's a danger time right so really that after lunch snack matters it really helps with blood sugar balancing with energy performance so if you're going home if you have kids or if you're driving home from work it's going to give you that energy boost you're looking for so that you're not coming home and then going through your whole pantry trying to find something to eat and gorge and drink and so that could be the thing you have in your car that you're snacking on, on the way home great like these power snacks right. kale chips there's a lot of healthy snacks in the markets and then get home and eat get home and eat a healthy dinner and maybe you're not so hungry because you ate a great but eat it anyway right Eat something small and sit down with your family, you know, and that could be a lean piece of protein. It could be a superfood smoothie. It could be a salad. Soup is a great evening meal. Okay. And then we're not looking at eating throughout the evening. Maybe we're having a cup of tea. Okay. So have that dinner, though. Even though you might be feeling full from that snack, you should eat because you're going to need that at 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Right, because you want to keep your blood sugar balanced while you're sleeping. Now, if you are getting home super late... I recommend not eating a large meal because you do want to give your body a chance to rest when you're sleeping and get into that deep sleep so that you're not digesting your food when you're sleeping. Okay. I find a lot of people who have an issue sleeping, and a lot of it is because they're waking up because they're hungry, and they don't realize they're hungry. Is that a possibility? Absolutely. I share that a lot. In fact, um, for some people that have blood sugar challenges or high cortisol, taking about a teaspoon of almond butter or peanut butter for some. I like to use almond butter about before you go to sleep. That could be great for balancing your blood sugar and getting into a deeper sleep. Because yes, you're right. Many times people wake up three, four o'clock, it's, it's their blood sugar's off. Do you find that? Yeah, absolutely. And so who would you recommend that to? I mean, is that anybody or is it people waking up and that are not really eating regularly throughout the day? I would start with the people waking up regularly because if you're sleeping well and you're already in a deep sleep, no it, need to add that right. in if, okay. if, you're, if everything's working fine. 
So yes, those people that you find that are waking up, you could start with trying them. Okay. Start with trying them. And you're just teaspoon of sugar. I mean, uh, sugar, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not uh, a teaspoon peanut of butter. sugar. Peanut butter, almond butter, it's great because it doesn't have the sugar, so you want... But you, some of the peanut butters have sugar. I was just going to say that. So what so do you do? You buy the ones without sugar, okay, right? They taste like paste or no? No, no. They taste they taste good, like Laura Scudder's organic peanut butter is a good one. I love Artisana brand almond butter. They come in small packets, too, great for traveling. So those are great to start with. Okay. And then yeah. you can throw them into a smoothie as well. You can throw them into smoothie, and um, can I share where your listeners yeah. can download this book? And then I have a few things for you to try. Absolutely. <laughs> so I created this great book for your all the listeners in the Thank community, you. and Thank you. it's uh, energizing, boosting superfood smoothies. And you can go to www.rockyourenergy.com. Love it. Rock your energy mm-hmm. and enter your email and it's absolutely free and download it. There's so many tips in here and all my favorite products that I love and seven great smoothies and you can mix and match all the ingredients and it's really easy and simple. And you've tried these all? I've tried them all. I've Done practiced with myself. I've practiced with my clients. I've gotten a lot of great feedback. I actually, I, I brought you one today oh, to try. Oh, good. I want to try Shake it. it up. It's actually the rock star smoothie since you're a rock star. Oh, probably you. the rock star one. Got that. <laughs> mm. It's interesting. <laughs> it's not bad. It's good. But I taste like cinnamon. Cinnamon's in there. There's greens in there. I actually used a whey protein in there. There are, there's a little bit of um, maca, cacao. Use What's cacao. Maca is a superfood that is grown in Peru and made into a powder and actually gives your body energy while it also balances your body. So, and it's great for sleep, and it's great for libido, and it's great for hormones. Where do we find this stuff? Well, you can find it online at novitas.com. You can find it at Whole Foods. You can find it, there's a company called Vitacost that carries a lot of this stuff. And in your ebook are the recipes? All the recipes are in my ebook, and I'm really excited because it's it's a great little book it's a great way to get started and all the products i like too are in there and did you sprinkle cinnamon in there no i actually threw everything into the vitamix this morning and i blended it all up with a little bit of frozen berries and very good it (laughs) is really good and something like that you can actually drink that on the way to work you can have that at school and you can buy these it doesn't look good but it tastes good (laughs) it tastes better than it looks right yeah it looks like something from the exorcist i put some greens in there don't say that you but if it? you didn't do the greens, what would what color? It would probably be brown due to the cacao. And cacao is basically chocolate without the added sugar and butter and all that good stuff. So cacao is raw it's very chocolate, good, really good for your brain and good, good for your energy. We're talking energy today, so I really wanted to bring things that would energize you. So eating is the point of energizing yourself, and that's the overall stuff. Yeah, that's it's fueled. Over- Energy is, yes, eating is fuel, but I'll tell you two other things that I wanted to share that are just small little tips. Oxygen and water are really what fuel our mitochondria. Those are the energy factories in our cells, the place that makes energy, and I'm sure you know all this, but I'm just sharing this today. Um, So I find a lot, myself included at times, is that we're shallow breathers. Do you find that? All the time. And so we're not getting our deep breath into our cells and deep breathing throughout the day so that oxygen can really fuel our energy along with water. I, I know it's tricky for many to drink water, but drinking water and becoming more hydrated 
is those two things, oxygen and water, are two of the best things we can do to create more energy. And how do we get oxygen? Just deep breathing? Deep breathing. Yeah. Exercising. Taking a breath break during the day. In fact, I was just at a retreat recently and learned about something. It's really easy. You just breathe in two counts and you say let, and then you breathe out two counts and you say go. So it's about letting go, letting go, holding on. All to that stuff we hold on all day and night. And so when you start to breathe in, you can, at a stop sign, you can just use, be reminded to stop, take a few breaths. If you go to the bathroom at work and just stop and breathe, taking in a few deep breaths and remind yourself. Sometimes I give clients little rocks that say breathe on it, Yeah. Keep, have them keep it on their desk or in their car. Explain to me why, because I, I, this supports what you're saying, jet lag. Many people say, don't drink coffee when you get off the plane or whatever. Have a good bottle of water. Why? Because it's hydrating our cells. Because we become really dehydrated when we fly. And how does that help? That wakes your brain up or what? It wakes your cells up. It wakes your brain up. Your brain is made up of cells. So we really want to get in there and, and hydrate our body. And, and, and detoxing also is just releasing the toxins, releasing the waste from our body. So it starts with just water. And so as you drink more water, you get the whole pump going the whole water thing going, energy, you start to maybe get rid of some toxins when you go to the bathroom. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> okay, what else you want to tell me? Well, I want to just, I also brought one more thing for you to try if you okay. want to. I do. It's, um, it's, it's a salad that's on my site, and it is baby spinach with strawberries. And there's Ooh. some mangoes, avocado, and sliced almonds in there. Sounds good. Looks good. And um, it's a great, great spring recipe. A What's great on salad. It? Oh, it's a really great dressing. It has a little bit of olive oil and balsamic, and you can mix it all up. And it's really great. You could actually add some chicken mm, or tuna good. if you like to, add a little more protein, or this is a really good vegetarian meal for many. Mm -hmm. And great to bring to mm -hmm. work. <laughs> Absolutely. There's beautiful strawberries in here. And it's colorful, right? Beautiful. What are the nuts in here? Oh, those are almonds. So oh. I roasted, actually toasted those this morning, slivered almonds. And uh, gives a little kick. So Your this husband's locked <laughs> in. I know. We should have to tell him that. <laughs> I think he knows. Do your kids eat this stuff? Um, no. <laughs> I wish they did, but I'm trying. Actually, my youngest son... He loves good food. He's a, he's a big sushi eater, and he loves, he loves avocado, and he's starting to eat some really good stuff. My older one, we've been working on him for the past many years, but he looks great, he feels great, and his blood tests are great, so just going with that right now. Tell me what you look for in blood tests. I look for things to be in the upper range, so we want, and we want to be in the optimal upper range. Well, of yes, we want we want to be in the upper range of normal. So of course we don't want to be outside of normal. So a lot of times I look, I really start to look at glucose, at blood glucose, to see where someone's at. Uh, there's a test called CRP, C-reactive protein. Mm -hmm. That is a really great biomarker for inflammation in the body. So if you ask your doctor for a CRP test with your basic blood test, you can start to see if your body is in fact inflamed. Mm -hmm. And you want to be under three in that test and ideally 0 0.1. Those are great markers. Okay. And how often, just in your routine physical, check this stuff out? Yeah, once a year. And if you have something else going on, like I have clients that come to me with blood pressure challenges or high cholesterol, we, we will, sometimes their doctors will do their tests every four months to see how they're doing. One client came to me, her, her 
her cholesterol was high, actually. Her doctor was going to put her on some meds, and she asked if she could just try her diet first. Mm -hmm. So we started to work together, changed her diet, brought in some really good superfoods, flax, different things, and four months later, her tests are normal, and Great. her doctor was thrilled. That's good. No medicine. She didn't have to go on medicine. No and side effects. No side effects. So really, you know, I, I share that food is a gateway to health. It totally is. Do you believe that? I absolutely believe that. Yeah. Thank you. So how do we find more of you? You can find more of me on my site. You can start there at www.holisticnutritionista.com or Google Marlon Diaz and also go to Rock Your Energy. That's another place to find me. Um, I'll be around. I hope to see you more and that's a great place to start well I want you to tell me and our listeners what are the four tips you would take away from today I usually make them up but I want to hear what you have to say <laughs> while you're munching away on that yummy salad huh? mm -hmm. I would say breathe breathe and let go I would say drink more water and a great tip is half of your body weight in water so half your body weight in ounces of water so if you weigh 100 pounds 50 ounces of water that's a great place to start okay. from the research all right bring in more nourishing nutrient-dense real whole foods and begin to release the foods that are processed and loaded with chemicals okay and eat a great breakfast, a superfood smoothie, or something that's going to sustain your energy with protein or some healthy fat in it in the morning. Okay. And dirty dozen. I like that. The dirty dozen. And, uh, you know, one thing that's just really about lifestyle, surrounding yeah. yourself with loving, healthy, fun people. Because if you look at the five people that you spend the most time with and yes. you start to see where their lifestyles are at, right? usually it's going to be correlated with where you're at. So If you don't like theirs, you ain't liking yours. Yeah. All right. So start bringing in the love and more more energy and, and, and really surround yourself with good, healthy people. Got it. Marlon, thank you so much. You're so welcome. I want to get off here so I can eat. <laughs> it's been my pleasure. All right, guys. Remember, 1-855-767-4966, 1-855-SOPHIE. Now you can always reach us. Leave us an email voicemail, text, whatever it is, iPhone, uh, download my phone app. It's free. And on iTunes is also any of these podcasts, but on my website as well, www.drsophie.com. My book, Side by Side, the Revolutionary Mother-Daughter Program for Conflict-Free Communication. Who does not need that with their mama? Follow me on Twitter and Facebook so you can see where we're going to be at. Uh, appearances, TV things, all that kind of stuff. Visit iTunes to download the full version of Andy Grammer's Keep Your Head Up. And the most important thing is don't forget to sweep. But you gotta keep your head up. Oh, oh, oh.